0: Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. It's like Fred's nine weeks old, so I haven't slept with the night in nine weeks. Yeah. And that just eventually starts to kelly And Liz. This game is not easy. Like, think our job, if anyone thinks our job is easy, it's not. (laughs) Because we have to answer these hard questions. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz and happy Tuesday. Tuesday. We have a jam-packed episode for you. (laughs) Kelly didn't sleep last night so she is delirious. And we already recorded the interview and it's not my best work. So we are doing an interview like you have to say like you can't just say we already recorded the interview you have to say like and we did an interview you know like i said it's not my best work yeah so <laughs> i'll just kind of take the lead here <laughs> so we have a very exciting guest today on the carpool podcast and that is Kelsey from little bits of real food um we already interviewed her and it was so fun we do a great eight she tells us about her her blog and her instagram and how she got started she gives like so many great like cocktail dessert and just like food inspo and she also leaves us with a delicious sounding dish to drive through. Mm-hmm. so big big episode uh, lots of exciting things um but before we get into that i have a few things to say what would you like to say um first of all yes i have Probably got the worst night's sleep ever in my motherhood journey. And it's just basically the perfect storm. Fred was up a lot last night. And then as soon as Fred would go down, Hattie woke up like twice randomly last night. The dog had to be let out. Tyler's alarm went off at five. George woke up once. Like I saw every hour on the clock. Some hours multiple times. And I'm unwell. Yeah. So I've already napped. Luckily, I woke up. The kids all went to daycare today. Thank goodness so blessed for that and i came home and took a two-hour nap and it was not enough no i mean yeah i'm you just didn't tired sleep last night you're I'm, just tired and there's it's like fred's nine weeks old so i haven't slept at the night in nine weeks yeah and that just eventually starts to kill ya. <laughs> yeah so i'm so scared for that i need my sleep it's gonna be so rough badly. On you, Elizabeth. Oh, I, it's gonna rock me it is going to rock me <laughs> like if i <laughs> sorry if we don't have podcast, so I'm gonna be a zombie on the podcast. Like I'll, I'll sit in front of a mic, <laughs> but I don't know what's gonna come out. <laughs> kind of like you today. <laughs> um, I also wanted to say, so I got we got a lot of DMs from our last podcast about. So apparently, Halo Cuties, Pistachio, and Palm Juice are all owned by this company called Wonderful Foods. Okay. So they all are related. Yeah, but I when I got the cutie, the cuties. It was kind of sketchy because there was no card, there was no branding. Literally, it was just a cardboard box with two things of cuties in it. That seems sketchy. No card. Like the pomegranate one was like pomegranate juice and like everything was done. The pistachio one was like, hey, Kelly. So then I was telling Tyler about this and he's like, we're throwing those away, Kelly. And I'm like, well, I'm sure it's just from so-and-so. He's like, we're not eating those. So I threw all the cuties away. Yeah, that, and then you found out after the fact. That, that it was were, all from the same company, yeah. which makes sense. But I thought someone was just trying to poison my family by sending those cuties. Well, because you could, you could conceivably... Stop. Let's not give anyone any ideas, okay. <laughs> But I'm just saying, that was a little spook. Yeah, it was so a spook. So I ended spook. up throwing the cuties away. Um, and now I'm sorry, wonderful foods. And if you'd like to send me another box of cuties, I would gladly accept them because I love cuties. I know Kelly, like told And me, next time, leave a card. Kelly told me that happened. And then like, you know, I was like, oh yeah, whatever. And then the three hours later she calls me and she's like, I'm just so bummed. I threw away all those cute like that really is not sat well with you. It really didn't. So sad day. Sad day. Um, well, normally it would be time for the millennial order of the day where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less lame, but I've got nothing i've got nothing i can't find anything my Let's reels, give them a week off my reels have been so motherhood specific and pregnancy specific and j- nothing nothing trending or relatable in, in a way like i'm not saying that the gen z millennial word of the day is going away but i'm also over it and maybe it's just because like i don't want to talk like a gen z i don't really care what they're doing either well it doesn't seem quite as relevant in my life right now because yeah. i'm my instagram reels are just like so curated to not at all being what they're doing so i couldn't even t- i need someone to tell me the millennial War of the day so we can learn Gen things. so, we, be thing. uh, so anyway, we, we don't have one <laughs> let's move on then okay so um uh i guess we'll just get right into our interview with kelsey then let's do it kelsey preciato <laughs> aka little bits of real food welcome to the carpool podcast
1: Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here.
0: We're so excited to have you here. We only talk about you all the time. Do you just listen to the podcast (laughs) to like hear when you get random shout outs? Because it seems like every episode. It's got to be. And I meant to like tell you, I meant to text you and say like, hey, we gave your cookbook like a big shout out because I'm really enjoying it. I meant to like tell you that and I just totally didn't. So we love your cookbook. I made the creamy chicken chipotle chicken salad, dairy, it's dairy free, mm-hmm. delicious. And I've got the True. lemon rosemary chicken bowls on my, on my menu for this week as well. So I've really, en- I'm beyond enjoying the cookbook and we are so excited to have you on the podcast today.
1: I'm so glad and I can't wait for you to make the meatloaf. Truly, it's a game changer.
0: I love a girl who respects ground beef mm. because here's yep. the thing, like ground beef is one of my favorite proteins. It's so versatile mm-hmm. and I feel like it's like, oh, it's ground beef. It's like, no, it's... D- meatloaves are underrated
1: mm-hmm. and i hate to uh spoiler alert but the meatloaf is half pork half ground beef
0: oh, oh that sounds better i do yeah. love pork because pork, like, you know what pork we talk is about- affordable pork is affordable i like always am shocked when i go and buy a pork top. i'm like it's three dollars <laughs> what <laughs> You can't buy eggs for three dollars I know. Um, okay. Anyway, so welcome, Kelsey. Um, Kelsey, like we said, is little bits of real food on Instagram. Huge fan of her. Super good content to follow. Um, Kelsey, we just wanted to have you on the podcast to play the great day with you, hear about your just a drive-thru, and just kind of... Tell everyone a little bit more about you and what you're doing. Like Kelly and I are such big fans of everything you're doing. So I know I know a little bit about your background from following you. But like if you just wanted to give like an overall, this is what this is who Kelsey is. This is what Little Bits is just so we can like educate the class.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. So I am I feel like I'm a kind of an accidental influencer in a way because I started my food blog in 2012 Like before instagram was big i didn't even have an instagram for my blog until like 2015 and uh, uh, very behind the times and i just made recipes and i did it after college because i had nothing else to do i was living at home with my parents blog becoming a thing. So I was like, I'll make one. And at first it was called little bits of baking, crafting and life. Cute. That's cute. <laughs> I loved to like bake and craft because like I lived at home after graduating. What else did you do? Right. Um, and so I did that for a while. And then when I started eating healthier, like getting ready for my wedding and stuff and realizing, oh, I should eat a vegetable. I was like, maybe I should change my content a little bit. And that's when it became little bits of real food and that's when it really kind of blew up because i started making whole 30 recipes and it was like right when pinterest was gaining traction so like the recipes did super well on there and so like i got involved in that program um And that's how I grew my page a lot, but that's not how I eat now. So it's kind of funny because I've, my content is me, you know, like all of us. Like for the most part, your content is you. So over the years, it's just changed and morphed into a mix of real food. Now it's motherhood. I remember before I became a mom, before I became a mom, I thought, oh, I'm not going to talk about kids. It's (laughs) going to stay food for sure. And then I'm like, what was I thinking? My kids are life. Like Mm -hmm. this is my life now. So now I talk about motherhood stuff, food, all of the things. Try to add some humor and dance parties in the mix because I love music. But that's kind of me now.
0: Your content like cracks me up. My favorite thing that you and your sister and your mom do is scratch that. Like I... It kills me. Your mom is my favorite.
1: (laughs) Shame. (laughs) It's so great. It's so fun, too, because like last summer we were all talking and my family like is so invested and involved in my career Um, and they're just like my biggest cheerleaders. So we were talking about like, what can we do? What can we do? And my mom really feels like she is part of my business. And I love it to death because she always wants to be like, okay, what are we going to do next? What's like on the horizon for us? Um, And so we were talking about things we've wanted to make. And my sister, Brittany, who lives in Montana, she loves to bake she works for a bakery and she does a lot of cooking so we're like oh talking about things that we've never made before and how we wanted to try to make them and we're like let's all record it and do it and at first my other sister was doing it as well taylor who hates to cook (laughs) and as expected she's bowed out because it was became a little too much for her
0: and can you just explain what scratch that is someone who's not familiar with your content
1: Yeah. So it's basically my mom, sisters, and I all record ourselves making something from scratch for the first time. And then I take the content and I edit it down into videos. But it's just really funny because my mom will approach the recipe differently than my sister, differently than me. And something always goes awry, which is the funniest part of the whole bit.
0: Yeah, because you guys have made stuff like ratatouille. What else have you made? Like It's like from scratch, from scratch
1: yeah we we did sourdough we tried to make pasta from scratch it was such a hot mess i will never do that again
0: yeah well i think what i like about your content just for me what you're saying is you are a good cook but you're not a chef fair exactly yeah it's approachable it's super approachable and your food is because i mean i i've loved a lot of your recipes and your food is very family friendly yeah normal regular Mm -hmm. meatloaf great (laughs) inspiring but for sure sometimes i get overwhelmed with like very comp like recipes i've never heard of like i don't even know what this ingredient is i won't even approach it but your content makes it very approachable and for that i'm a a big fan thank you and i i would love to hear like how do you feel like you balance doing food content and doing lifestyle content? And do you ever struggle? I mean, this is just something that I struggle with, like showing up and talking about your motherhood or your old Navy hall or your fitness journey or whatever and be like, are these people here for that? How do you Mm -hmm. kind of decide how much content to put out?
1: I wish I could tell you that I sit down and make a calendar and plan it out and think about it. But I just every day I'm like, what do I have to post today? What can I think of today? I have a rough schedule of like blog recipes. We try to post one new recipe a week, whether that's a brand new recipe or an older recipe that we've like rephotographed and gone back and like maybe improved a little bit. But um, that kind of keeps me on track with that. And then I feel like other than that, I've just tried to incorporate what I'm actually doing in my day to day life. Um, because yeah, I mean, you guys know it's, it's stressful every day to think of something new, a new video that's going to be engaging and funny and informative Mm -hmm. and all the things. So I find it's easier for me if I just like, I'm going to Cabo this weekend. So excited. Amazing. And I've been trying to find bathing suits and outfits and like, that's just what I'm doing in my life. And so I share it and people are like, oh my gosh, I want to hear more about that. Yeah. And I find people, I, people I've loved when I like try on clothes or whatever, even though I am definitely not a fashion blogger. Um, I like to see it on real like mom of two bodies and stuff like that.
0: Totally. Yeah, I think there. Are, I think one piece of content that just like always misses from Instagram is just the ordinary. And mm-hmm. I always say like my, one of my biggest pieces of um, advice for like new creators trying to get started is you just can't make your content look like everyone else's. And sometimes that means not making it perfect and yeah. just not overthinking it. I mean, it's so in some ways, it's easier to make entertaining video perfectly entertaining curated videos than regular videos people find relatable. It's just there's there mm-hmm. there's definitely a, an art to being ordinary and regular and relatable. And I think you've done that And that that, that I mean, that is the highest compliment. And I think you've done yeah, a really no, good I'm- job of mastering that. Mm-hmm. Thank
1: you. It is hard to not compare myself, though, to like other food bloggers, because I can't, right. like put myself almost in that mindset anymore. Like you guys Half bake harvest, right? Mm-hmm. She turns out like five to seven new recipes a week, Couldn't, like yeah. beautifully shot. And I'm like, how? I don't understand. It's so much work to like photograph a recipe, come up with a recipe. It's a lot of work. I don't know how she does it. Um, and it's just, it's not really where my passion lies as much anymore either yeah. because when all the relatable life stuff does get attention and more views, I'm like, well, I'm going to lean into yeah. that and it's way yeah. easier for me too. Yeah.
0: That's so true. Um, so you said earlier, you are kind of saying like, so we do this, we post this much who, is there another person working on this with you or is it just you or do you have a team, um, working with you?
1: It's basically me and my sister, Brittany, who the one that lives in Montana, Mm -hmm. um, she works part time for me and she helps me like write blog posts. And if we're doing like a repost of an older recipe, she'll go through and rewrite the content, do the nutrition facts. She's been helping me lately to like recipe test and like we'll both have an idea for a recipe and she'll try it a a few times Mm -hmm. Um, and all kinds of stuff. She like manages all my shop page on my website and it's a dream. Yeah. We Sister, love sisters. Yes. yes. I was gonna say, We love sisters that work together.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's a little bit about Kelsey. So what, one, I have two more just questions that I'm actually dying to ask you since you are kind of, I would say, I mean, you're, you're a better cook than me. Probably. What is one? <laughs> probably. <laughs> she has a cookbook. What do you mean? <laughs> She's definitely no. a better cook than you. <laughs> 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 well verdict's out but because <laughs> i don't know like if you know how to microwave black broccoli and put lemon juice on it but like i'm really good at that so
1: i've done it before
0: um what is Love something it. you haven't mastered and will never master in the kitchen like what's it just what's like a pain point for you for someone mm-hmm. who like knows her way around a kitchen what is one thing that you're like yeah i can't make that it could be a dish it could be a type of cuisine anything
1: i mean i did try to make pasta and it was an absolute failure um any i mean that's a good question Mm. Uh, can i just say pasta you can absolutely
0: say pasta people make people make it look so easy on instagram to make pasta like in reels and it looks like so simple but if kelsey can't do it i will never try no it's like
1: you put flour down and some egg and you mix it up and then you roll it out like what no also
0: just like the dishes involved in that
1: you know, I've seen people make yeah. pasta
0: and it's like when when they tell me to get out of KitchenAid attachment, I exit out of the recipe. Get out of here. Yeah. And then I would love to hear, since well, this is the Carpool podcast, I'd love to hear about your car, which I actually know what you drive, but tell the people what you drive and what you love about it.
1: I drive a Palisade, which I did just listen to the last episode. We don't need to talk about it. Um, <laughs> oh, actually, while, no,
0: actually, while you're here, I have a huge correction I need to make the 20 20- oh, yeah. it's not about the palisade sorry yours are, still, yours are oh. still under it it was the 22 pilot that got tested not the redesigned 23 pilot okay i needed to make that correction okay the That's- 23 pilot has not been tested kelsey's car has been tested not very <laughs> yet.
1: but it drives great <laughs> um and like you said i have kids in car seats and um, i love it i actually started following you when i was looking for a car in 2020 uh, when i was pregnant with my second and what did you um, have before Toyota Prius Mm. (laughs) definitely not and I had that all through when Ruth was a baby and it was such a pain like hunching over to deal with her in there Mm. um so this was my first like big girl car purchase my Prius I had like leased and then leased to own and it was you know a whole thing and um this is my first like real big girl car I feel like and I love it so much I yeah I definitely started following you I think you had like I don't know what thirty thousand followers then. Yeah, you were one
0: of like like, my first like big influencers who shouted me out. I'll never forget.
1: And now you've just zoomed right by me, girlfriend. So proud. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I have my Palisade. It's the SEL with the premium package. Love to see it. It, the heated seats. You know they do the most for me most days. And I love it. It's perfect for the kids. I think we've decided we're maxing out on two kids. So don't have to worry about that third issue. Um, That'll make things easier in the car market. Yeah. But I know you said like with the Palisade isn't like amazing for three. Yeah. It's not my pick Um, for
0: three normally. But for two, I mean, I probably would have bought. I was in a Palisade before I got pregnant with Fred, with George and Hattie. And I loved it. Like was ready to buy it. I loved it. Yeah such a good car yeah, i'm so happy you're enjoying you drive it
1: well you feel. it feels like a luxury ride 100 like percent compared to my old i was like an old prius that i was driving so it just it feels lovely and yeah i what? Well, so i got that in 2020 so it's been almost three years i still love it
0: and you live in california and always you got to be careful about following kelsey if you don't if you live anywhere where that's not california or florida because she always has the best weather and it makes me she'll be like in a in her pool drinking a margarita <laughs> and i'll be like it's March, Kelsey. Some of us are out here. Str- some of us haven't seen the sun in months. <laughs> I know. Little and bits of sunshine
1: all the time. Yeah, like all through the winter, we get in our spa and it's amazing. Our out- outdoor shower, we do the most. You know.
0: Oh, the most, the most in the outdoor shower, huh? <laughs> Something else I like about Kelsey's content is uh, Kelsey's a drinker. Like, she's also like, she's doing seltzer taste yeah. tests. She has this like entire, isn't like an ebook or something of like all these fun cocktails? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I, I feel have two like, ebooks of cocktails. I love that. I love that. I love too. a
0: girl who knows how to make a good drink. Yeah. We'll have to have a cocktail one day.
1: My margaritas.
0: Oh, yeah. uh, that's good. No, I'm Uh-oh. always looking for a good oh. margarita. That's like the thing I need mm-hmm. after I give birth is like, someone needs to bring me a margarita stat. So mm-hmm. I need to find the right, the right recipe. And then my last question is, what is your husband, Ruth, and Milo? Your husband's Matt, right? Yes. What is Matt, Milo, and Ruth's favorite thing that you all make? Like everyone can have their own.
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, Milo will always take a mac and cheese. Always.
0: Relatable. Mm-hmm.
1: Ruth is actually a pot roast girly. Like truly any <laughs> shredded meat. She loves I don't can explain it. Oh, so cute, <laughs> so cute <laughs> loves it. She loves tacos, and Matt, I would say tacos, I make like these sh- citrus garlic shredded beef tacos, Uh-oh. and I did through scratch that learn how to make my own homemade tortillas, and those are incredible, so.
0: That sounds wonderful, and I like can't even get over how mad I am at Kelly for even thinking she could be a comparable cook. I didn't you mean never it like made that. a citrus I didn't mean it garlic. Like I, <laughs> I, I I'm a little. I didn't get any sleep last night. Yeah, I know. I'm a little off my no, game. A little foggy. Yeah, fair.
1: i But truly, I feel like you do the most. You like in the like a weekly meals i've seen you share like a lot of times i'm making a bag salad i'm not cooking great meals every night well i've been on i've I'm, been on maternity
0: yeah. leave i've kind of enjoyed like like you know i get my groceries delivered fred takes a two-hour nap and i'm like let me experiment in the kitchen like mm-hmm. this is not gonna i this isn't sustainable to be with you. i need to leave this maternity leave with some with some easy bag salad kind of recipes mm-hmm. okay ladies well i think it is time we play the great eight And The Great Eight is a game where we choose a category, pick eight things within that category, and then battle them off until we have a winner. And on the surface, this one might not seem too controversial, but I do think it's going to spark some very good conversation and conversation that needs to be had. And today we're going to do The Great Eight of Fruits, sequel to The Great Eight of Vegetables. Um, And the fruits that were in the vegetable round will not be repeated here. (laughs) So cucumber and uh, what else was it? Pepper. Pepper. Stay there. Let's stay. So annoying that they're. I think no. Someone messaged me. This is the perfect way to think of it. And we're rewriting the we're rewriting the rules. If it wouldn't go in a fruit salad, it's a vegetable. I agree. That's a fair rule. I agree. Okay. Okay. So we'll just go. uh, Each person will go, and we'll just go until we have eight. Are you writing them down? Yeah, Uh, I'm writing them down. Okay. Um, Kelsey, you can
1: start. I guess I have a question to start. Okay. Um, Are we talking? like pure perfection at the peak of ripeness. Yes. First bite. Or are we talking versatility throughout the year?
0: We we like to decide as we go. We don't yeah. know. Okay.
1: We'll see where it takes okay. us.
0: I would say both. In its best form. It's always in its best form. So it's like a really good banana versus like the best strawberry, you know? Yeah. Like what right. is it? So we'll go from, we'll do that.
1: Okay. I think a perfectly ripe peak of season peach. Mm. it'd be amazing
0: yeah you're not wrong
1: but i mean it's very rare
0: you get a good one so I... we'll see we'll <laughs> see where it goes okay Cole, you go um i'm gonna hit up with a watermelon watermelon okay yeah, i love watermelon. i'm gonna say banana oh really yeah bananas are very versatile
1: true okay kelsey i'm gonna hit you with a strawberry yeah
0: mm-hmm um i'd like to buy a pineapple <laughs> okay <laughs> and um, i'd like to put it in kelsey's margarita <laughs> oh man okay i'm gonna we only have three more so i'm like where do we want to we only have three, Oh, we do only have three more there's only eight okay um i'm gonna say a clementine Slash oh. orange. Last slash, slash orange. Like this is the citrus. I forgot about citrus. Because like what about a lime? Like, think if you could never have a lime again. I'm just saying I think your life would be impacted. I'm not saying that's my pick. Yeah, we don't eat the lime straight. Well, yeah, I'm okay, just saying. So
1: not your pick, Kelsey's pick. Okay, my pick. Um a perfectly sweet and tart apple.
0: <sighs> okay, good. I'm glad apple got on there. I was worried about her. Mm-hmm. I had written down plum. <laughs> okay, so like but we have. Ha- uh, I know, but like there's cherries, major there's grapes. other berries, grapes. Yeah, yeah, I think plum needs to not be on the list. Yeah. Um, mm, 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 grapes give us wine. Grapes Britain. give us jelly. Versatile. Grapes, or I don't really feel I need to put blueberries on the list. I'm not feeling super passionate about that. Uh, give me grapes. Okay, grapes. I'm thinking that's it. Okay, so now we are going to read them back to us. Battle them off. So we have a peach, watermelon, banana, strawberry, pineapple, clementine slash orange, apple, and grapes. So who's like visibly not there? Kiwi didn't even talk about her. There's a lot that aren't here. This could be a this could be a two parter, honestly. This could be a sweet sixteen. This could be mango. a sweet sixteen. Yeah, man- mango. Love mango. All right, oh, I feel I feel good though. About okay, our list. let's start, and we are going to start with apple versus grapes can't make an apple
1: pie with grapes
0: (laughs) can't make wine with apples (laughs) can make other types of hard cider she said she's the cocktail girl (laughs) is it just going to be about which which fruit goes best in cocktail (laughs) yeah right um off the bat I think like apples are iconic. It's an iconic fruit. It's It's the the it's an apple a day. Keeps the doctor away. No one says anything about grapes. Yeah. I would say, um, well, and you know, if you have like a plate of grapes in front of you or like a cut up apple, I'm probably going to reach for the cut up apple. Like I would never take a bite Mm -hmm. out of like a regular apple. But if it's like prepared and cut up in front of me, I would probably reach for an apple. Yeah. And like grapes are it's like, is it going to be a firm one? Is it going to be a squishy one? You know? Yeah. It's kind of like it's just you you never know what you're going to get when you reach your hand in the back. Also, there's all kinds of apples. Oh, so what's everyone's favorite? And why is it Honeycrisp?
1: Honeycrisp 100%.
0: Yeah, I do love a Granny Smith, though. Like sometimes I want the sour. Yeah, sometimes I want that okay you know what Tyler does what? he goes if he picks up apples at the grocery store he gets the cheapest ones and he brings home a red delicious oh my god! I'm gosh. like get out of here ugh <laughs> that's horrendous okay next up we will do uh, a pineapple versus clementine slash orange now these are both great in cocktails <laughs> let the record no, I show
1: I'm pineapple I think
0: pineapple's better. I think... A a good pineapple is better than a good clementine. The thing that's... And here's the thing. Pineapples, they're labor intensive. You have to cut it. Mm -hmm. You have to peel it. You have to cube it. A cutie, it's a peel and go. Yeah, no cutie. So that's point cutie. Yeah, that is point cutie. But let's let's imagine they're like in front of us cut up like which one are you gonna rather have it's the best version of yeah it. if they're both done for me i'm choosing pineapple mm-hmm. what you think do so you do like
1: a little tahini on pineapple no <gasps> oh my god you guys you get pineapple you squeeze a lime and a little tahini oh
0: shut my god up i love tahini. my mouth is watering that sounds amazing it's- and then yeah. you have, and then Kelsey gives you a fresh jalapeno and some tequila. And next thing you know, we're sitting in our hot tub. <laughs> okay. We shower in our hot tub. Shower after this. It's just going to be <laughs> an experience. Okay. Yep. Okay. Pineapple moves forward. Um, let's do banana versus strawberry. Strawberry. Bananas suck. Bananas suck, Elizabeth. I like a Banana. Kelsey, Mm -hmm. they've been
1: they've children have really ruined bananas for me. Um, I mean, I can't have a smoothie without a banana, and I respect that. But I've had too many bananas smushed on my shoulder. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, this
1: is this is fair.
0: Um, I'm just thinking, like you can make so much with bananas. Like you can make cookies with bananas like there's so many like health food recipes where the base is like a banana like I cannot yeah it's go so, to the grocery store so a banana not, is good with when it's with a bunch of other stuff yeah okay but when I, go, when, good when, on its own. when I go to the grocery store often I don't get strawberries I always get a bunch of bananas and you always use them no there's some rotting in my pantry right now right it's just like okay congrats banana like you're good with chocolate chips and flour and peanut butter and peanut butter strawberry on its own a good strawberry stands alone very good okay fine if you guys mm-hmm. if you guys feel passionately about it i'll, I'll allow it okay and then no. the last one in this round is going to be peach versus watermelon Liz, this is unfair well it's not unfair because the answer is peach no no no, 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 no. <laughs>
1: it again depends because peach i get like one good peach a year but it's an it's the best bite of my life, but for sure,
0: watermelon is so good. Watermelon cocktails, watermelon margaritas, watermelon with feta and balsamic, watermelon with mm. some salt and lime. Watermelon mm-hmm. with tahini is probably good
1: too. <laughs> it is it's a peach
0: amazing. is, it's mm. one note. It's a good note. A peach. It's one note. A peach is so good. Like, Sometimes, and then you have the pit to deal with. It was. And this fuzzy skin, and then it feels bleh have bleh seeds on your teeth. To deal with. Not if you could seedless. And then this you get tough. the little like stringies, and then you have to floss after a peach. I don't think I, I'm on so on Team Watermelon. Wow. Wow.
1: The peach slander. The
0: peach <laughs> slander. I didn't know a peach could have so much hate thrown the, at it. Compared to like a yummy, yummy watermelon. Yeah, I would still rather have a peach. Kelsey, what do you think?
1: I mean, I'm a little torn because I do agree. A really good watermelon that's like sweet is is like summer to me, and but peach cobbler is so good, mm. but it's by itself. I do know that. Okay, you can pick Kelsey because I'm you, not you like to my, I'm,
0: I yeah, I can only see peach. Kelly can only see watermelons. So you got to
1: pick. <laughs> I, like I brought peach to the table, so I feel like I have to pick it. But now I'm thinking of eating a watermelon, and I want that. Okay, I'm going to go based on right now what I'd rather eat. I'm going to go with watermelon. <gasps> oh my gosh. See, Kelsey, this game is not
0: easy. Like, you, th- if you think it's our not. job, is- if anyone thinks our job is easy, it's not. Because <laughs> we have to <laughs> answer these hard oh. questions. And it's March, and now all I'm craving is a watermelon and a pineapple. <laughs> and there's nothing. Yeah. Okay, next round. Our final four is watermelon, strawberry, pineapple, and apple. So let's get the apples out of the way. <laughs> we'll do apple versus pineapple. Hmm. The only thing with pineapple is it's like you can't eat too much because then you're canker sore city. Yeah. You don't want to talk about one note. Pineapples are one note. And they're good, but it's mm-hmm. like <sniffs> sour. Mm-hmm. That was my sour face. Mm-hmm. Apples, apple. yeah, apples are more versatile. The kids will eat apples. Mm-hmm. You because can, you you can't put anything with a pineapple. Like a pineapple doesn't go with peanut butter. It doesn't go on a pie. It goes in a margarita and maybe with tahini, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. You don't make anything else with it. An apple can do the seasons. You can have a summer mm, apple. You can mm-hmm. have a winter apple, a fall apple cider. Yeah. Okay. You can't have a winter pineapple. Apple moves forward. Okay. So... Watermelon versus strawberry. It's watermelon for me. What? What is up with you in watermelons? <laughs> I think it's my favorite food. <laughs> strawberries. Strawberries are so tasty. They're not here. Let me tell you something. They're not. We all think we like we all like artificial strawberry flavored things. I said what I said. No, that's strawberries such a, that's don't have so a lot of flavor. True. They don't have a lot of flavor yes they do kelly no have you had a strawberry <laughs> lately <laughs> here's the thing now what now we're getting into brass tacks we're getting into we're getting into versatility you can do more with a strawberry than you can with a watermelon
1: and you can just pick it up and eat it
0: yeah i mean i'm I, i'm locking in that watermelon so if you guys i mean that's why we have three of us all right i'm happy we're not doing this one alone elizabeth i know this would be we would get in our yearly fight um kelsey tell me where your head's at with watermelon versus strawberry talk us through
1: it i think strawberries are just like watermelon in that if you don't get one with the right sweetness it's not going to be great like if i get a watermelon and i cut into it and it's not sweet at all it's just like water i'm upset cool. and then i've done all the work to cut into it So here's a here's a good question. What's worse, a watermelon
0: that's not totally ready, or a strawberry? A strawberry. No, it's a watermelon. That's it. You're
1: so (laughs) wrong. Watermelon. It's a watermelon. No, because then you've bought this huge thing.
0: Yeah, I do hate discarding the water. I'll cut one, and then I'll be like, "What do I do with it? What do I do with this carcass?"
1: (laughs) It's a (laughs) carcass.
0: Okay, I'm saying strawberry. Kelly's saying watermelon. Kelsey, what are you saying?
1: i saying strawberry. Yes. I just think you
0: guys are wrong. Where I would rather eat a bad watermelon than a sour strawberry. At least the watermelon is just water. The sour strawberry. I'm going to bring you a bad strawberry. I'm going to watch you eat it tomorrow, Elizabeth. <laughs> okay. You are so dramatic. Okay. No, I didn't sleep much last night. <laughs> no, she's, she's delirious right now. <laughs> Which is why she thinks a bad watermelon's is better. Um, okay. So the final two. It's strawberry versus apple. I didn't think we'd end up here. You never do. <laughs> watermelon. <Now> I'm
1: confused. <laughs> you know, what, bring peach back, actually. <laughs> I am confused. Like, those don't seem like the top two.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I should, probably shouldn't have put peach versus watermelon together. That seemed like a bad... Apple. Uh apple for its consistency for its variety for the fact that it's not a strawberry (laughs) Apple. it's just the most it's the fruit you think of an apple a day keeps the doctor away and they say that for a reason
1: i don't know the reason but i mean it no i can't say that um i was gonna say it does help keep you regular (laughs) i think that's fiber (laughs) it's fiber it's true if you're ever backed up, which I was when I was pregnant all the time, you eat an apple. And there you're
0: good. you go. I didn't know that. Okay, apple. Okay, so if we feel good with apple, I want, just because I feel like Kelsey's always thinking of what you can make with something. Kelsey, what what are you making with an apple? What's your number one? I give you an apple. What do you do with it?
1: Like an apple cobbler. I actually yeah. like prefer an apple cobbler with like a crumbly top versus an apple mm, pie. Totally. Or if yeah. it's an apple pie, it needs to be like a Dutch, you know, apple pie with the crumbles apple pie
0: is good. A little vanilla ice cream. Oh, uh, All-American. can't be All-American. The All-American apple. Okay, so that was our grade eight. That was fun. Kind of. Um, <laughs> I kind of got a little heated. <laughs> okay, so um, Kelsey, the last thing that we want from you is for you to give us your go-to ditch the drive-through for your family.
1: Yes, so it's twofold let me just put that out there um if i really don't want to cook at all i am making the kids dino nuggies and i'm putting dino nuggies on a bag salad for me you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. but if i have Love. a teeny bit of energy i'm gonna make a one pot chicken bacon ranch rice oh oh wow,
0: wow. oh i'm so, so excited good.
1: oh it's so good tell us how you make okay, it so if you're doing You can do any kinds of flavors, but this one's chicken, bacon, ranch. You cook a little bit of bacon, take it out of the pan. In that same pan, you put some chicken. Now, you can use rotisserie chicken and skip this part or go with raw. You put it in the pan, brown it on both sides. It doesn't need to be cooked all the way through at this point. Um, And then you can put it in chopped and do that or then take it out and chop it. But I just put it in chopped to begin with. Then you add in raw rice, you know, uncooked then water or broth. I do broth because it tastes better. And then a little salt, garlic, pepper, garlic powder, pepper. Um, and then I add in cauliflower because it breaks down when it cooks so you can't even taste it or see it. Um, and then a bunch of ranch dressing, just ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. and cover it and cook for like 30 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes. And then you have like a the rice cook soaks up all the chicken broth, the chickens in there, the uh cauliflower rice the ranch the bacon it's one pot of deliciousness that
0: sounds you're so saying good. that you just pour ranch into raw rice with chicken broth and cook it
1: mm-hmm. and chicken yeah i'm telling you That's i have the not... recipe on my website
0: yeah we're gonna need a yeah. we'll link that on the on our um instagram or yeah on the carpool's mm-hmm. instagram
1: we're gonna and need on to mine i like to add in some kale to wilt down too Oh, yeah here for a little is. bit of that um but i also have like a enchilada version and a like a french onion soup version oh There's lots of different things you can add in but it's basically you're just cooking rice and you have to also add chicken
0: what's your and what seafood. kind of ranch do you like
1: oh that's a good question
0: like are you just a hidden valley girly or are we doing something better
1: um you know i used to be like a um primal kitchen girly mm. We like part and the I feel like it, it doesn't always hit with this recipe. And so I'll do a Hidden Valley or um, who is that? What is that one? Newman's? Oh, oh yeah, like yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh-huh. It depends on my mood. I'm not attached to what ranch you choose to use. So you could probably use your own homemade ranch dip you make. I don't know.
0: Depends on what's in the pantry prob- or the fridge probably. That sounds so good. That sounds Protein so good. Protein packed. Good uh-huh. leftovers. Yeah. Everyone would like it. Everyone would like it. Stick into your reps.
1: And like the cauliflower really like it breaks down into nothing. And so it just it, it's just with the rice, You can't even see it. And then the but kids are eating cauliflower. Love a sneaky veggie. Well, mm-hmm. Like a sneaky link. <laughs> a sneaky
0: link. <laughs> OK, well, Kelsey, thank you so much for joining us over here at the Carpool Podcast. It was I mean, you are just it's such a joy to follow. If anyone needs some sunshine on their feed, it's a little bits of real food. Mm-hmm. 100%
1: thank you so much and i have to say you guys are the best like i am such a carpooler oh. listen to every episode i just i'm so so lucky to be here and you guys are amazing and i love your dynamic and i did start following you for the car stuff but stayed around for thank you all the joy oh. you bring thanks love kelsey.
0: You we love you <laughs> kelsey what's
1: the next scratch that oh what is it we we're talking oh we're talking we're thinking about doing chicken fried steak
0: we should do it elizabeth
1: I don't even know what chicken fried steak is. Okay,
0: well, it's basically
1: like steak that you cook like you're frying chicken. I think I've oh, never made it either. Okay. I think you like batter a steak,
0: yeah, and then know. you like cook and do gravy. I'm just saying we should just. I, I think yeah, we, no, we we should send our we our, should our video attempt- clips into. No, Kelsey. we'll just do it on the carpool. <laughs> okay, I just think it'd be like a fun like little carpool thing to do. We'll just do it on the carpool Instagram. Okay, and we'll do do it. We're scratch that and we'll tag little bits of real food okay. it's just like a fun i just i like a cooking challenge like that that's why i think recipe ru, or cookbook roulette's a fun game mm-hmm. the recipe roulette yeah. is a better name it is a better name <laughs> than cookbook roulette all right kelsey
1: well thank you so where can
0: everyone find you if they would like to follow you
1: you can follow me at little bits of underscore real food on instagram and my website is littlebitsof.com. thanks so
0: much kelsey Today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I initially gave AG1 a try because I was looking for a simple, easy way to get the daily vitamins and minerals I need. I continue to take AG1 every morning because it makes me feel good and sets me up for a great day. It's hard to find time to work a big supplement plan into your day, so AG1 makes it so easy because it's just one scoop and a glass of water, and every scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients of the highest quality. It's all the things you need. I personally took AG1 in the morning after breakfast, but you can take it whenever best works for you in your schedule. You can also take it on the go with their travel packs, which makes it super easy and convenient. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com carpool. That's athleticgreens.com carpool. Check it out. Okay. Thank you so much, Kelsey. That was so much fun. Kel, we have some, we have an advice question. Okay. If you want to get your own advice, you can write in to hello at the car mom official.com. Like I said, I'm just not going to say anyone's names in case they don't want me no, to. It's so Jen. So this comes from Jen or yeah. Jennifer or Jenny. We'll say Jenny. Okay. Oh, confidentiality. I'd love to ask you your opinion. Okay. Thanks, Jenny. <laughs> my friend if we ever change the name it's because her name was Jenny (laughs) so if we ever say Molly it's Jenny she goes my friend quote unquote Jill so she's also using fake names so we got Jill and Jenny started a ladies dinner in January that she's been doing monthly for about 6 to 10 ladies fun fun I haven't been able to attend one until this week because I just had a baby in January. Congratulations. Vibes. Jill and I both have two-year-old girls, so we were chatting about our girls at dinner. One of the other ladies commented something along the lines of, why don't you talk about something other than your kids? I felt that the tone was rude and judgmental. As a stay-at-home mom, my home and my work life is my kids. So I am always insecure about being the mom who never starts talking about her kids. How would you handle the situation or move forward with the dinners? Because she wants to keep going to these dinners. So I would need to know if the person who said that has kids. Yeah. If they have kids, they're rude. Yeah. If they don't have kids, they're still rude, but I can see their point. They don't know any better. They don't know any better. And like when I've been, you just, you never know what someone's going through. And if like that person who said that doesn't have kids, doesn't want kids, maybe can't have kids, is having trouble having kids. I think you do have to be a little... Some people don't only just want to talk about kids. And if they Mm -hmm. can't relate to the conversation, I can understand that. Like, I've been in scenarios where I'm with some friends who don't have kids and I I feel myself, like, talking to another mom about the kids and then that person feels left out because they just don't have that opinion. Yeah, like, I've never enjoyed so much talking about pregnancy talking about babies talking about raising kids as i do right now because it's something that's like on my mind and that i'm experiencing firsthand or a lot of the times i feel like young adults like people who have dogs and their dogs are like their kids and then people who don't have dogs or have dog or have kids and their kids are their actual kids they're like those dog people are so weird but you get like two dog people in a room and like they will talk about dog training for hours i.e my husband um so i think that's a really good point and I think it can apply to, to like so many different things. Like you don't want to talk about, you know, the uh, the trip to Mexico you just went on if no one else has been to Mexico. Right. So it's just. Yeah, it just applies across the board. But that being said, if that person has kids and uh, but I, uh, and you want to talk about your kids, then you just say, yeah, I'm going to talk about my kids. Where are you going to bring something, bring something else? In? Hey, yeah. put it on you. What's this girl? Molly. Hey, yeah, Molly, Molly, ask me a question. Hey, Molly. You tell me something, babe. Yeah. You bring something to the convo. I'm talking about my kids. Either jump in and join the convo. This is Provide She Has Kids. Jump in and join the convo and tell me what you made for dinner, or you bring something to the table. Mall. Yeah, that's that's fair. So, like, how would you move forward with, like, going to the dinners? Um, I think you can learn a lot of good industry car topics. I was just course. about to say oh, that. I'm like, well, are we talking about the latest in, you know electric vehicles yeah because i i do i do think that you are validated to talk about your kids but i also think like this is your girls night like this is your time away like maybe do come maybe do have just like girl talk or different topics of conversation to just expand yeah and and i i feel what you are saying about being self-conscious about oh my gosh you know i'm a because i've been there like i'm stay-at-home mom like no literally all i've done is stay-at-home mom things Mm -hmm. today so if you want to bring something else to the conversation, you don't have to. You can get you don't have to. I'm not saying that, but if you want to, I do think podcasts mm-hmm. or reading are a really good way to do that. Or listening to audiobooks mm-hmm. are a good way to to bring some interesting conversation in. That's a very good point. Um when Maddie, all he, all he and I have right now are like a few FaceTime conversations while he's deployed, and so a lot of the times, like I'm not doing a lot, he can't tell me what he's doing, so it's just like we just stare at each other through the phone. But then if I listen to like a really good podcast, I will talk to him for an hour about everything I learned yeah. in this podcast. Podcasts where you can learn a lot of stuff, which we could talk so let's about. Let's talk about what are some podcasts the that you like? The Skinny Confidential I like Great a lot. Podcast. They have very good interviewers on there, um, so. Whether or not you like the host or not, uh, the people that they get on their podcast really blow good. my mind. I know. So good. They have Chelsea Clinton coming on their podcast. Did you see that? No. That's crazy. They had half Bak Harvest half on their podcast. Half-Baked Harvest on their podcast. They, they have, have some really big people. And a, a huge variety. Huge variety. So I think that. Um, I also like um, talking about like something you're planning on doing in the future. Again, this is if you want to, obviously. I can't put that disclaimer. I think Molly yeah. was probably being sassy, but, um, and then I just like to ask other people about their life too. Like one of my favorite, I was the recruitment chair of my sorority. And one way that we like taught conversations during recruitment was this little trick called tell me more about that. Oh yeah. And if you ever are like struggling to have a conversation with somebody, like a really good way to get someone to open up and talk about themselves is just to tell me more about that. So if Molly mm-hmm. was like, yeah, you know, I, what did Molly do? I start yeah i made this like great chicken just oh really like tell me tell me more about it where'd you get the recipe oh i got the recipe from half-baked harvest i've never heard of her tell me tell me more about half-baked harvest yeah. and next thing you know like in it you can just go and go and go i do this with tyler all the time <laughs> <laughs> like when like he like needs to you know get all the when i can tell he's like in the talking room. yeah i'm like yeah. oh tractors tell me about it <laughs> so just or you could, so just I think that's a good way to put some of the pressure on somebody else, and then whenever she finally says something that you can relate to, then you can be like, Ah, yes, peaches. I have a tree in my backyard. Yes, yeah, it's my favorite fruit. I was listening to this Scamperpool podcast, <laughs> and they got really sassy about peaches versus watermelon. Which yeah. one do you think's better? Yeah, play you. the Great Eight at a play dinner. Play the Great Eight at a dinner party. party. <laughs> okay, this is star-studded advice. This might be the, our the best advice we've ever given. <laughs> so to summarize, play the Great Eight. And keep listening to the Carl podcast and share your. For you. Yeah, for you. <laughs> okay. Speaking of c- conversations and topics, Cal, let's get into industry, industry, news, industry news. Industry news. It's time for another episode. Of wow. I'm delirious. Okay. So this is interesting. Ford reveals the VW-based EV crossover for Europe, the Explorer. Built on Volkswagen's MEB electric platform and set to begin production in Germany soon, the Europe market crossover is considerably smaller than the real Explorer we get here. So Europe's getting an EV Explorer before us, and it's a lot smaller than our current Explorer. So we will be getting an EV Explorer eventually, but they're starting it off in Europe, but it's like not even the same car but yeah. the crossover is that it's a vw ford crossover yeah that's kind of interesting and it's like ford's doing like an american car in europe
1: kind of rude it's that they get it a first.
0: volkswagen base so how much of the base is the car is it just like the skeleton or like yeah Like Like, just like the drive. Like it's not gonna function like a Volkswagen, it'll function like a Ford. Like it'll have like a Ford engine and like Ford parts, but it'll have be like on the same platform as a Volkswagen. But I don't even the Volkswagen M E B platform, I don't even know which cars are on that. Well, that must be uh your Oh, I gotcha. Like I is that the models here. Let's see, Elizabeth. Because I feel like they reuse platforms a lot, so it must be like a whole thing to like make a platform. Yeah, it's like not something I can easily Google. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like, and you need like engineers and like science and stuff. Uh, Like this is the platform. Like it's just basically like the wheels and the things. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Put the car on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, you could just be like, can you guys believe, isn't it kind of rude that Ford gave the... New EV Explorer to Germany and Europe before they would even do an American one. Like it's an American car. Like what is their thought process behind that? And then then Molly be like, "Shut up! Did you talk about anything other than cars? Yeah, exactly. Because you can't please Molly. Yeah, no. That's one thing about Molly. Say, tell me more about that. (laughs) I don't know, Molly. What do you want to talk about? (laughs) Okay, so that was my first story. So I don't. I don't know. I'm excited for the ev explorer and one thing about that ihs testing that i brought up two weeks yeah. ago again can't say it enough it was on the 22 pilot not the 23 i'm so sorry mm-hmm. um you know who like did really really well hmm. the explorer mm-hmm. so like, the explorer is like kind of the explorer and the ascent for are probably they're two of the probably the safest mid-size suvs for passengers in the second row so go for it explorer i i wasn't surprised to see the ascent i was pleasantly surprised to see the explorer okay Next, new vehicle affordability improved again in February. So here's some good news for everybody. Okay, so in February, Elizabeth, the estimated typical monthly payment declined 1.9% to $765. So we're on a decline. From an upwardly revised $781 in January. And the average monthly payment peaked at $789 in December. So we started at $789 in December for average new car payment. And now we're at uh, 765 so so we're moving we're moving in the right direction yeah that's something it says that all factors helped as declining new vehicle prices increasing incentives improving incomes and slightly lower average new loan auto rates are calculated so good to hear good to hear okay and this was our last story it's from automotive news and it says as u.s cpo sales fall to an eight-year low some brands make older cars eligible What's a CPO, Elizabeth? A CPO is a certified pre-owned vehicle. So, sales of certified used vehicles in the U.S. fell in 2022 to the lowest level in eight years as dealers Uh. grappled with stunted supply of certifiable used vehicles returning to the market. And some customers switched back to purchasing new vehicles as production improved. So, this is crazy. I love certified pre-owned cars. So, if you don't know what a certified pre-owned car is, it's a, like, I describe it as a really good used car. It's a car that got traded back in that the then the manufacturer or the dealership paid to certify, which means they put it through a more rigorous inspection process. A comparison you can make is like the average used car goes through a seven to a 30 point inspection and the average certified pre-owned car is like a 130 plus point mm-hmm. inspection. So it's like more crap gets checked, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. And a lot of the times they extend the warranty. Sometimes they throw maintenance onto it and sometimes they even have um, financing specials on certified Mm pre-owned every manufacturer is different but i'm historically a good fan a big fan of them but it says that last year sales of certified pre-owned vehicles dropped to 2.4 million down 9.4 percent from 2.75 million and a lot of this is because these cars aren't getting traded back in specifically leases Mm-hmm. Because when the prices went up, used car when used car prices and new car, car prices started to going up so much, people who had leases ended up buying their leases, yeah, and not throwing them back into the certified pre owned market. Mm-hmm. So pretty crazy. It's really crazy that like the auto industry is just one of those industries that is just going to continue to see the effects from the chip shortage, from COVID, from all the things because. The used car market is such a big part of the industry. Yeah. Okay. So, one thing that the manufacturers are doing to try to get more certified pre owns into inventory is they're expanding the parameters. So, for example, Hyundai now constitutes a certified. Pre-owned to include vehicles that are six years or have eighty thousand miles, and that's a year or twenty thousand miles more than was previously allowed. So it used to be like to get a certified Hyundai, it had to be five years or newer. Now it's six years or newer. It used to be sixty thousand miles or less. Now it's mm-hmm. eighty thousand miles or less. Yeah. So interesting. We need more certified pre-owned. So really, prices are falling because not because people don't want to buy them, but because they don't have them mm-hmm. more so than. People deciding to go new or decide to go old. Yeah. There's not as many certified pre-owned. Yeah. So not good news. Interesting. Not good news. And that's our episode. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so thank you so much for listening to the Carpool Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and leave us a review. And we'll talk to you next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.